This is Meditations for Misfits, and I'm Fred Gruy. What a recap for you here. For the last 10 weeks or so, I've been presenting some exercises to help both you and I live more intentionally. Exercises that are designed, uh, the first couple of ones were designed to help us connect with our souls, and then uh, there were a couple of exercises to help us connect with our story, then an exercise to help us connect with the source, the sacred, the divine other. Then there were a couple of exercises to help us connect more deeply with the others in our lives uh, through forgiveness and uh, through the project of blessing the people that we love. And then for the last couple of weeks, I've presented some exercises on uh, connecting with our finitude, with our mortality, with the fact that one day both you and I will die. Now, these exercises that I've presented uh, for your consideration are really based on what I call the dying well paradox. And if you remember, uh, that simply goes like this, that, that living richly, deeply, and engaged life now is the best preparation I can do for my dying. And embracing the fact that I'm going to die is the great motivator in living a deep, rich, engaged life now, and while I still can. So these were the uh, intentions behind these exercises. And I, and I should also add, I define living a, a fully engaged, a, a deep, uh, a rich life now as being involved with the uh, projects of cultivating gratitude, living generously, accepting life on its own terms, not as I wish it would be, but as it really is, and really engaging in learning to communicate and to bless the people in my world that love me and that I love. So that has been the great scope of Meditations for Misfits for the last uh, 65 podcasts. That's what this has all been about. And now, we come to the end. I have one final exercise I'll, I'll share with you. And, and this may be the last podcast for a while. I, I, I guess I've sort of said what I've wanted to say. I've shared with you all that I've gathered over my years of living and ministry in my heart. I've, I've given it to, to you as freely and as kindly and as succinctly as I can to help you on your own journey and uh, and I guess I've I've said what I've wanted to say. I I don't want to just prolong the podcast uh, to give it a, a life of its own. Trying to think of things that uh, that might uh, be of some interest, but uh, I really want to. I don't want to overstay my welcome. I'm an off-the-chart introvert, and one of the things that terrifies introverts is always overstaying or, you know, going on too long. And so it seems like this might be a good place to, to wrap things up. Now, I, having said that, in the future, if I come across something that I find incredibly interesting and, and would consider it to be of value for you on your journey, I'll publish a podcast maybe from time to time. But uh, by and large, I think 
I think this will be it. And so here's the final exercise I'd like to share with you. It's very simple. If you get some moments this week, I'm going to suggest that you sit down and write your own obituary. What is it you would like the people that know you and love you uh, to say about you when you're dead? How do you want to be remembered? Write your own obituary. And it's not a maudlin thing or a a scary thing. I, I think it's a very hopeful thing. How is it that you want to be remembered by the people that you cherish? And then once you've written your obituary, I'd like you to sit down and, and just read it, look over it, and ask yourself, what's stopping you from becoming the person you wrote about? <laughs> what, what obstacles may be in the way uh, of you being remembered in the way you would like to be remembered. And to, here's the, this is the kicker. And so why don't you spend the rest of your life becoming that person you want your loved ones to remember? Give yourself to the kinds of activities to become the kind of person that you wrote about in your obituary. As I say this, you know, I'm sort of reminded uh, of the, the great line of Lennon and McCartney from the Abbey Road album. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Can it really be that simple? Well, another way uh, of thinking of this, and this is, uh, this is one of my great beliefs. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to turn 69. And I have been in the ministry as a Christian minister, as a pastor, an itinerant preacher, and as a chaplain for well over 40 years. And in that time, I've come to the place in my life, the line that resonates most deeply in me is from a second century Greek bishop named Irenaeus. And Irenaeus uh, wrote that the glory of God is the human being fully alive. And I would say, boy, if there's anything I believe, it is that, that God is most glorified, most pleased, most delighted when you and I are fully alive, living to the fullest of our potentiality, not trying to imitate anybody else, but just becoming the most fully you you're supposed to be and me becoming the most fully me I'm supposed to be. That uh, that's what brings delight and, and glory to this source that we call God. And so, my friend, as we uh, part uh, journeys, for, for a little while anyway, it is my sincere and deepest prayer for you that you would become fully alive, that you would become the fullest potential of who you are, and that it would be an absolute delight uh, to the people who love you, to the people who call you friend, to the people who call you family, and to the great source of our existence. May it be so.
As always, thank you so much for allowing me to join you on your journey for these few moments on this day. I so appreciate uh, the number of episodes you may have downloaded and, and listened to and allowing me to be part of your spiritual quest. And I pray that it would continue and thrive and grow. Now, in conclusion, I'd like to share with you a poem I think I've shared before. It's my favorite. It's by the wonderful John O'Donohue, who was an Irish poet and died, uh, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And this uh, is a poem he wrote for his mother. It's called Benacht, which is just the Celtic word for blessing. And it goes like this. On the day when the weight deadens on your shoulders and you stumble, may the clay dance to balance you. And when your eyes freeze behind the gray window and the ghosts of loss get into you, may a flock of colors, indigo, red, green, and azure blue, awaken in you a meadow of delight. When the canvas frays in a harah of thought and a stain of ocean blackens beneath you, May there come across the waters a path of yellow moonlight to bring you safely home. May the nourishment of the earth be yours. May the clarity of the light be yours. May the fluency of the oceans be yours. May the protection of the ancestors be yours. And so may a slow wind work these words of love around you, an invisible cloak to mind your life.